Hey, what's up, Zach? Hey, Jerron. Oh, we gotta welcome the listeners. Yeah, welcome to episode 89. The Relatables discount. Yep, you be know. sure to use that discount at anywhere money is accepted. Worldwide, international, mm-hmm. anywhere legal tender. Just is- tell them the relatable sent you. And you will get 10% off. Yep, if not... Further no. details are discussed in the episode. Yeah, we talked a little bit about everything. Love culture, shout out to Anno, shout out to Spirit, shout out to everyone doing their thing, going on tour. Easy and Tootie on Instagram, love culture on Instagram. Oh, yeah, dude. Bill Cosby... Um, Father's Day, abortion, all of it was covered. Everything. Yep. Sing Song Sunday. We never disappoint. I mean, we do sometimes. Yeah. But for the sake of this intro, we never fucking disappoint. Yep. And um, on the way there, on to the Sing Song, uh, please like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay relatable. They used to tell me. I hope you learn to make it on your own And if you let yourself, just know you'll never be alone I hope that you get everything you want and that you chose I hope that it's the realest thing that you ever know Hope you get the pretty girls that's pretty at everything Million dollar cribs having million dollar dreams And when you get it all, just remember one thing Remember one thing That one man could change the world could change the world All I I wanted was a hundred million dollars and a bad chick Imagine this a muscle nice it felt like that I had it Back on the mattress, staring at the ceiling Try connect the dots but it's all making those attachments I'm talking dreaming so hard so nice it felt like draft day You know my, my stepbrother used to flip them bags outside the crib like it was trash day No Kim K, but he bagged, yeah, yeah But when you're getting fast money, slow down, don't crash With all the drive in the world, swear you still need gas Look, think about it, close your eyes, dream about it Tell your team about it, go make million dollar schemes about it Success is on the way, I feel it in the distance Used to look up at the stars and be like, ain't too much that's different I be shining, they be shining, get your one shot, don't you miss it What you know about waking up every day like you on a mission and I hope you learn to make it on your own and if you love yourself just know you'll never be alone I hope that you get everything you want and that you chose I hope and it's the realest thing that you ever know hope you get the pretty girls it's pretty and everything million dollar careers have a million dollar dreams and when you get it all just remember one thing remember one thing one man could change the world When he turns around, it's like, holy shit, he's turning around, go to my house. And when you get to your house, that should be base. Base. (laughs) And he comes in my dad's driveway. (laughs) Holy shit, plan two, in the house. (laughs) And he comes right in my house. Hey man, I'll tell you what, I'll break your fucking finger, boy. And my girlfriend just comes out of the kitchen. What's up, puto? You want some shit? <laughs> huh? Don't be talking to me like you know me, huh? <laughs> and he's like freaking out, huh? What the hell? Some chick wants to bite me. What the fuck? <laughs> That's right, Ese. What's up, Ese? 
essay. What are you calling me, a term paper? That's stupid. You ever see two Mexican women fight? That's better than Jerry Springer. Oh, yeah. I'll become Jerry Springer. I'll get the fight started. So she called you a puta. How, how long has she been calling you? How long has she been calling you a puta? <laughs> She's been calling me a puta since third grade. Maybe you should throw chingasos. <laughs> Mexican women fight, they get right in. Hey, Christina Lopez, remember me? You want some shit, huh? You want some... <laughs> Huh, you want some shit? Let go of me, come on. <laughs> Here, hold my baby, come on, let's go. Do I... Oh, that joke is, I do that, come on, I do that joke a million times, stay here. Uh, <laughs> little flashback comedy. What's going on, Dean? Uh, feeling good, feeling great. Feeling great on this Father's Day? Father's Day Sunday. Oh, Peppy. Dia la Pape. Mmm. Dia de la Padre. Yeah. Oh, we had a Dia por la Madre. Para si. la Madre. Now we have Dia si. para la Padre. See, si. see. Si. Which is just like a greeting card holiday. Basically. I don't take it seriously at all. No, you? no. Did you get your dad anything? Card. Yeah, I thought about getting my stepdad a card, but it, it never seems like he likes them, so I'm just going to be like... I just came over and said, what's up? Gave him a hug. Mm. Said, I love you, you know? Being there. Yeah? Father's Day is always weird for me. Hmm. How do you... How, how, how so? Um, I have like three father figures, if you really think about it. How like, have you normally celebrated it? You, I mean, before I met my stepdad, it was my dad. All right, this is my little situation, just to give you the quick. Had a biological father. Didn't know him. Met him when I was 19, so like he wasn't around when I was younger. Had a dad who raised me from like one to like... 10 or 11 and then my mom met my stepdad mm-hmm. and then he kind of raised me so i have three kind of like figures in my life so I, I hung out with my dad yesterday didn't really text him today and then i feel like my the person who raised me was my stepdad you know what i mean the last after 10 yeah, yeah. nine or ten because he kind of taught me like bigger lessons and i don't know he kind of shaped me into a man mm-hmm. yeah because whenever i was you know younger my dad only saw me every other weekend so it was basically just my mom right yeah okay so it's weird yeah what'd you do just hang out with your poppy um went to church with uh with dad and the family and church. then attempt sorry it cut you off my bad and then you it's went to good. go to breakfast but uh yeah then attempted to go to breakfast and uh everything was way too long of a wait mm. so ended up going home changing and then um went and picked my sister up and went and hung out and Ate at my dad's place and then went home. Your parents get together? Or no? Um, ish. Just the dad's side of the family? Yeah. 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 So, you know, how was the Father's Day? In in church, I was think I thought of a comedy bit for my next time on stage. Ooh, already thinking of shit. Your, you know, your mind's already, already churning. Churning, 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 thinking. You yeah. know? What's that? The bit. I don't know what the bit is, but it's a concept. Okay. You know? And the concept is... If you're broke, there's no reason for you to be religious because you could save a lot of money by not going to church. Mm. You mean by through tithing? Yeah. And giving your money away to the Lord? Yeah. People give a lot of money to the Lord. That's who they prey on, though. Religion. It's just broke people, I feel like. Yeah. For the most part, what I've seen just growing up, Southern Baptists and smaller churches, I just, I don't know. They believe so hard so wholeheartedly in it that they think 
with what little they have that's just like the biggest gesture and then it'll come back to them tenfold that's the that's, that's what the, they're taught and told that's the scheme what kind of what size church do your parents go to or did you go to today my father goes to a very large baptist church where downtown Southside baptist no or like downtown downtown that's like downtown, more downtown. yeah okay yeah hmm mm-hmm. that that could get weird Literally. i think the bigger the church the bigger the profit margins you know what i mean yeah the bigger it feels like the more it feels like a corporation and not people coming together within the community within the, the neighborhood to like try to make something bigger and not bigger but better yeah i feel like it's weird because some of the things in the church i feel like are nice than some of the things that the people in the church would have hmm. like the, the chairs and sofa the like the the pastor and everything sit on when they're not preaching or but be- i feel like are better than some of the furniture the people in the congregation would actually have in their houses right and like the summation of all of them are paying for this but like mm-hmm. you know and they don't get taxed so that's just 100 percent profit yeah it's crazy i think churches should pay taxes what do you think do you think they should pay taxes like everyone else just an organization like everything else yeah i guess so i feel like i don't know i think it'll get to that point it's touchy yeah that's just too dogmatic right now there's too <coughs> too many loyalists to either like the catholic quote-unquote regime i don't know mm, why i said regime for regime catholic if you're catholic you're still a catholic i gotta side eye you a little bit like you're, you're still a practicing catholic hmm. with all the shit that goes down with pedophilia and all the the cover-ups and the weirdness of the Pope and his position. Like, I don't get how you could still be behind that. And you, I feel like you're a little morally corrupt or there's something there to where there's there's a disconnect. You know what I mean? Hmm. I get what you're saying. I get the angle you're coming from. I say that about a lot. Of, I say that about a lot of things, though. Like I say that with like people who smoke, like it's more transparent than other religions or other aspects of religions. It's what do you mean? Like Catholics stand out as like. If you're still a practicing Catholic, it's pretty slided. It's almost as it's almost like being a Scientologist at this point too. Hmm. Like it's so, I don't know, well known that it it's bullshit, and there's some problems with it, and there's some, you know, some corruption within the organization. Right. That I don't get how you could be a part of it. Ooh. Wow. I don't, I don't mind you believing in God. I just I don't. Not a Catholic God. Yeah. Not that one. Not a touchy-feely God. <laughs> Not that God you need parental vision for. Yeah. So did you learn anything today at church? Learn any uh, scripture? Mm-hmm. No, not too much. No. I got no all good lessons. message? I got all the lessons. What mm-hmm. is it like? Is it like sing-songy or is it preachy? Very preachy. I very like Very tempo-y. Mm. Very... Loud? Loud. Do you hear me? Amen. Amen. Oh. Touch somebody. Were there fans? Hand fans? I don't think you'll really hear me. Not hand fans. Bigger than that. Bigger church than that. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. like mid-level to small Baptist. I've been in churches like that where this everyone had a like fan. This is like big Baptist. Yeah. 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 It's a weird thing. But if yep. you believe in it, if it helps you out every week. Yeah, if it helps you. It's get like you out those, of bed every, every Sunday, those, every Wednesday. Those big Christian rock cur- churches. Yeah, that creeps me out. It is creeps what it me is. 
if if more money is spent on audio equipment than outreach and the community and everything around you, then I can't really get behind it. <sighs> I mean, my equipment's just a one-time cost. And salaries, people's salaries. And I got a audio manager, audio technician manager. You got ushers. Full time. I got full time ushers. Yeah. Making six figures a year. They have quote unquote volunteers make, helping people park. You know what I mean? I got parking assistants making five figures. Jesus. Yeah. Can't get behind it. So, uh, what else have you been up to this weekend? Um, I went and checked out just local music, you know. Oh yeah. Just always support, support, support. Went and checked out um Love Culture. 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 Down at uh Rain Dogs Nighthawks. Okay. Put on a fire show. Yeah. It looked pretty crazy. Yeah. I saw your Snapchat. It was nuts. Yeah. Um blew the roof off. They're gonna be in Orlando next Saturday. They have a little tour going on. Yeah, speaking yeah. of the mic for me. They got a yeah, got a little tour going on now okay. Orlando. So What's their social media? At Love Culture? I believe so. On Instagram. If not, get with Spirit X I I I thirteen. Yeah. Or yeah. Easy in two D. Yeah. At Easy in two D. You know. So Shout out to Anno. Boom. They're doing their thing. That's awesome. Love to see that. Put it on for the city. I know uh, Gracie L is going to L.A. Oh, yeah. We have a couple listeners from L.A. I like it. So, uh... be a nice breeze connection when head you get out, out to, there. Uh, yeah. Let her know that you know about the relatable. If you tell anyone else that you ever encounter your favorite deli shop, your favorite grocery store, pizza shop, you mention the relatables, they will give you a 10% discount. <laughs> That's on me. <laughs> and if they don't email us, let us know, and we will reach out. We and- will pay that 10%. How about this? You go somewhere. You tell them the relatables. Anyways. They, anywhere. Yeah. They, will, they, they should give you 10% off. If they don't give you 10% off, you send us an email. Say, hey, I went up to Mellow Mushroom. Mm-hmm. I told them. They said they didn't know who you guys were. I will personally email the manager. Say, excuse me, sir. <laughs> These people should get 10% off. You should have gotten the memo. If not, we'll cover it, you know? Charge to the game. Yep, just send us your receipt. Show us how much you tipped. If it's less than 20%, we cannot help you out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we do not want you listening. <laughs> we need more than 20% tippers. <laughs> uh, shout out to Trina. That one's for her. Yeah. What, what have you been up to this weekend, man? Um, went to the Comedy Zone last night. Boom. Get some employment papers. Went there a little early on purpose, because I, did, I didn't think the show was going to be sold out. Impressions? John Caparulo. Yeah, it was good. No, I just wanted to maybe catch the show, and okay. they let me they let me sit out, and or sit in the back, and just watch, and watch how the, the wait staff does everything. Yeah. Yeah. Had a good day. I got, sorry I didn't put out the podcast yesterday. No, uh, I completely fun. forgot. I got drunk at Topgolf. Mm, how with, was the stroke with the pops? Uh, it was. It's getting better. Okay. Yeah, I was. I feel like I was better today at the range too. We went earlier. Yeah. Shout out to the fans. Something's gonna get better, just slowly but surely. You yeah, know, getting that hack down. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how the clubs work. Yeah. Not. I, I get so how the it. clubs work, but get how to use each club specifically. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like. 
That's where I'm at. I had a tweet or a Facebook post last night. Just, I don't know, just trying to Ooh, I saw be, that. be a little trolling. I saw that post. You saw it? You, you like say, it? like, why is golf a real sport? Or golf is not... I said golf is for privileged white people who can't play real sports. Boom. For rich, privileged white people. Who can't play real sports. For the sport. most part, I think it's true. Would you say that? It's not. It doesn't mean that I'm not gonna play. Like I, I'm not. I'm a. I definitely feel don't like I'm a think white kid you need to be privileged. athletic to play it. Yeah, it's like bowling almost. A little harder than bowling, but uh. Yeah. Yeah, the barrier to entry is athletic wise or physical wise. Physically wise, it's easier to play than most sports. Yes. It's just there's a high barrier to entry with you know as far as equipment. Mm-hmm. You have to go. T- to like a course that usually costs money if you're not at a public course that's mm-hmm. free. It's kind of an unspoken fraternity to it. Yeah. So, you know, you know it's a little inclusive. Well, or exclusive, sorry. Zach's spitting a little bit of a little bit of truth on Facebook. Is that shitty to say? A little bit of trolly truth. Yeah. A little troll truths. Yeah. But I have fun. It's a fun thing to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's another thing to get down, another thing to train your brain with. Get sharp. Mm-hmm. You know? Get that focus. Because you can hit a ball good once, but to hit it the same way five times, ten times to get it to exactly where you need to go. Yeah. Shit's hard, man. Yeah. Takes concentration. Go pro. Can't start getting pissed. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Speaking of getting pissed... What? <sighs> I know who's not pissed. Who's that? Billiam Cosby. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw him coming out of the courtroom being cocky. Did you see mm. that on World Star? No, I didn't. He came out of the courtroom and he went, hey, hey, to all the fans or the paparazzi waiting outside. Oh, I thought man. it was a little arrogant. It was just a mistrial, right? Yeah. The jury was in a deadlock for too long, mm-hmm. and they couldn't figure out whether he was guilty or not. It's for a 20, 2008 case, or is it 2003? Um... Wish she would have pulled it up before. It is pulled up already. It doesn't say the case though. What the year the case was from. Oh. But um, yeah, it was from a case a while ago. But he's off. It's been a while. Yeah. Goodness, man. It's just a mistrial though. He'll go back. Is that how that works? Yeah. So they retry him. Mm-hmm. But. So is it just the delay, or can you not try somebody of the same crime twice, kind of thing? If he would have gotten off, then you can't retry him again. But if it's a mistrial, that's the judge's way of saying the evidence was inconclusive. Or, you know, that's the jury's way of saying the evidence is inconclusive. We don't want to be, you know, the people who decide whether or not this man is, you know, cast away or in jail for the next, you know, the rest of his life, basically. Right. Or he's free. So. Okay. Yeah. That usually doesn't happen, though. So because the reason for mistrial right here is usually not the case. Like that's not that's pretty unprecedented for a jury to just be deadlocked. Usually, a jury member has to fuck up or leak something to the press or like be, somehow one side shows that the other that a juror has been you know swayed by the other side. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But yeah, that usually doesn't happen. Hmm. So uh. Well. Yep. Basically, he'll be tried again and. We will see what happens. Yeah, go down, go down to the end just to see the conclusion of what it, it all means. More questions. Yeah, they really put together a story. Yeah, you went really quick through there. 
Um, here go up to yeah, two thousand six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the constant. He said the use of quaaludes show that Cosby had knowledge of what he was doing. Either way, I think his reputation and his legacy is ruined. So is, I feel like that's all people want. You know what I mean? Not all people want, but I mean, I guess the women who were involved, they want to see some kind of justice and they want to see him like locked in a cage and thrown in jail. But I mean, I don't know if that would, I don't know. I feel weird about that one because you, I feel bad because he's so old, but then again, he brought it on himself. Ooh, let's talk about that. Old people justice. It's weird, right? Because you Do feel like respect your elders. To go to jail? Yeah, if you, you know, commit a heinous crime as these as these allegations, ah, raping women, dude—that's it's hard. You're like a sociopath. I don't know if you should be around other people. So I mean, but he does that mean like you stay in your house your whole life and you're just like yeah, ordered to be saying, a hermit? Just because you're old, does that mean like you don't go to jail? Like, yeah, I don't know. They have um, compassionate release where people get sick or they get old and they just let them out. Oh, God. Yeah. It's usually for nonviolent crimes, not, you know, crimes of rape and drugging women. But, yeah, it's weird because we weren't there. I wasn't there. What if this is all some huge grand conspiracy? (laughs) (laughs) Would have been fun. (laughs) Sounds like that guy could drink. (laughs) Yeah, it's just it's a weird one. Yeah. I wasn't there. No comment. No. I plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, five. His closing argument was only six minutes for all the accusations. That's pretty uh, crazy. I mean, what else do you got to say? Yeah. Like, if you got your shit together, you got your shit together. Sorry I'm fumbling around over here. I'm trying to find a pen. What are you trying to find a pen for? Just, you know, keep notes. Keep it structured. You got a pencil right inside your notebook. It's fucking up. Uh, God, fuck pencils, you know? Whoa. All right, I, I heard this cool little fact um, last weekend. Um, they, some guy was talking about war and, like, how other countries make weapons, like Russia and Germany. They have, like, the best weapon technology. And he goes, think of it like this. The U.S. spent $16,000 to create a pen... That could write upside down and in space and all that stuff. The Russians just use pencils. I thought that was like a cool way to like show the differences in thinking and just like how some things are meant to be simplistic or should be simplistic because for the sake of them working. Mm-hmm. He was saying, and I've heard this before, in World War II, the Germans would, I mean, we would, you know, if we ambushed a German squad or whatever you call them. And you you would drop your weapon and pick up the Germans' weapon because they had better weapons. Better shit, yeah, yeah more it didn't, reliable. Yeah, it didn't overheat. I just thought that was weird. Mm. To just like think about how we weren't always all you know we weren't always the baddest, the most well equipped. Like there was actually like arms races and there was actual competition back in the day. Where I feel like the U.S. just kind of shits on everything now, or maybe that's just the way that, you know it seems because of media and our own. No, I have indoctrination heard, into the U.S. You know what I mean, as kids. <clears throat> no, I have heard people talk about how, like, especially when it comes to like AK-47s, how like the Russian, 
the Russian made one and, and like the Chinese made one are better than the American and like the African and like the I thought it was crazy. I thought it was just like there's the the same gun. Like it's like it's a gun, you know. Yeah. It's, it's the AK. It's, yeah, cheeseburger in the United States is the same as a cheeseburger in Europe. Yeah. It's but not I guess they do it better. Blondes do it better, I guess. Oh, I did have something. It's something to do with the new Bitcoin. I want you to I want to turn you on to this before it gets mm. huge so you can maybe invest in it. I know you're into stocks. Bitcoin. Um this guy named Buterin. He Buterin. His last name Piss. <laughs> no, um he invented this Sorry. thing. It's an algorithm or it's a cryptocurrency called Ethereum. And I haven't done a lot of research on it, but I wanted to know if you knew anything about it or cryptocurrency at all, Bitcoin. I, I do know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. I don't know about Ethereum. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a safer, more reliable. Ooh. Ether Thief remains mystery after 55 million digital heist. Mm? Ooh. But um, the United Nations is using Ethereum. It's a blockchain bit or um, <clears throat> crypto technology. I'll, I'll do more. Uh, it's a cryptocurrency, basically, that is a... Uh, it's safer and better to use and easier mm-hmm. to use than... And it uses a blockchain, Bitcoin. so instead of it being spread out through a bunch of... Well, fuck. All right, start from the beginning. What I do know about cryptocurrency is it's basically money that holds value as it's holds value on the internet as its true value for its value is keeping track of the value. So to get more value or to get more actual currency, you have to mine it, which is get the calculation of how many Bitcoins there are in total. You can't mine um, Bitcoin anymore because there is a set. Right. There's so much now. Yeah. But newer things you can. So, like, say when Bitcoin started, there was five Bitcoins. Mm. And to get more Bitcoins, I would calculate how many Bitcoins there are. It might be one plus two has Zach. I have one, half one for this. And then I get a Bitcoin. So now there's six. And then Zach mines and he figures it out. And then he gets two Bitcoins. And that's how it builds up, builds up, builds up. So, on these, like, big blockchain ones, not everybody has to do that calculation. It just happens in big chunks. So... Basically, um, he in late 2013, with a goal of building decentralized applications, Buterin had argued, Buterin, it's Vitalik Buterin, he's 24 now, he was 19 whenever he invented this technology, mm. and it's worth $4 billion now. Um, what a guy. Buterin had argued that Bitcoin needed a scripting language for application development, you know, to use with different apps to make it safer, rather than passing Bitcoins through device, there, there needs to be an app that... It's own interface. Yeah, it, so it can be used with other apps, basically, mm-hmm. for commerce. So failing to gain agreement, he proposed development of a new platform with more general scripting language. So I guess it's more simplistic, but it's... And that way, it makes it safer. Mm-hmm. It's, so it goes back to the Russian way of thinking of making it simplistic for everything to work and not too you know overly defined. And don't not, fix what's not broken. Yeah, don't create the $16,000 pen. Mm-hmm. Use a pencil. Yeah. So it's just... I, I wanted to tie that all, mm. all that in together. Thought it was cool. No. It's cool to see other places in the world who need innovative ideas. Like the U.S. is, it's set. Like we're not a third world country, but it's cool to see you know 
places like Russia and other. Mm. You have to be more creative <clears throat> out of survival, and that's where we're going to get the best ideas. I think what when you mentioned the pen, it reminded me of that question when I asked you how to sell a pen in that interview question, which you should do if somebody asks you that question. You don't need a pen. It's like, you don't need this fucking pen. Look at your fucking shirt. You look like a bum. Look at you. You look like a scrub. You wear the shirt I'm wearing. I'm dressed for success. You just sell them on something like, this pen's not broken. Yeah. You know what's broken? Fucking glasses. <laughs> You're broken. <laughs> <laughs> You're just negging them to buy a pen. <laughs> it's like, look at your shoes. <laughs> yeah. just, I don't know. But that'd yeah. be a different spin on it. Yeah. Hmm. Nothing. If, you if, don't want this pen. This no. pen's perfectly fine. Yeah. I'm always going to go back to the fact that if I'm in an interview and the guy asked me to sell him a pen, I'm going to walk out. <laughs> mm. Fuck that guy. Ooh, dude. Fuck that place. Easy, brother. What is this, Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, you applied here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Forgot. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I don't drug test, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, drug test companies, don't make people wait three to five days <laughs> for your drug test to come back. Why? I know it sounds suspicious, but don't make people wave. That's the that's the worst. How so? Making people anxious and worry for that long? It's almost like waiting for your HIV results to come back. You know? There's no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain. <laughs> you know? It used to be you had to wait like a week, but now you get re- the results back within like an hour or 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Like they, they can see your blood count, your red blood count within the blood. So they just tell you. Mm. I couldn't imagine if you were, you know, in some shady shit, like you, you know, shared needles or you're having, you know, unprotected, you know, gay sex or whatever. And, uh, and you had to wait a week for a test to come back. <laughs> That'd be the worst. You would almost get AIDS from <laughs> from all the stress. I'm just going to get AIDS. Yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> and that week, you would just get it. Oh, man. Yeah, so love culture. Check them out. Um, you wanted to talk about Mark Ruffalo? Mark Ruffalo was talking. Like, he got some petition, like, don't hire any more white conservative actors in Hollywood. And it's, it just seems super just attention grabby. When I looked deeper into it, it just wasn't worth it. just didn't seem worth it. From his perspective or just the, the general perspective of not hi- hiring white conservatives? Like just the whole thing just was like, what's going on here? It just seemed, it just seemed like it didn't hold any water. All right. To blow it up, he passed on this petition to target white conservatives allegedly being hired en masse at NBC and MSNBC. He sent this petition out on Twitter and it demands the NBC executives stop the, the white conservatives, conservatives hiring spree. I, okay. I don't, yeah, it just didn't seem like it. I don't, I don't see what, anything wrong with it. I mean, it's freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want. You can put whatever you want on your Twitter. You can put a petition up to legalize marijuana if you want so why not yeah i didn't see his angle of like stop this but in the same way msnbc doesn't have to listen you know you're one dude it's a petition they are a business yeah if they see if they want to hire people to show both sides of an argument or yeah it doesn't hold water with me either (sighs) well 
I mean, but it, it goes back to his right. He has a right to do that. So he is. Do you think it's just trying to be like social justice? Yeah. Do you think he's possibly? We don't know him though. You know, maybe his agents in his ear, like it's time to make a social justice move right now. Yeah. Waters are calm. Mm-hmm. Throw stones. Throw a splash. Throw a splash their way. <laughs> Try to change things. It's weird whenever actors try to be political, because what do you play make-believe on screen? I love actors, you know, because that's literally what they do, and it's, it, I get it, like, when you get in the thing, like, now it's your thing, you make it professional, like, or you know, you make it professional, like, you make it serious, and it's your ins and outs, but, like, at the end of the day, like, you're playing make-believe. Yeah. And, like... It's a cool skill. You're probably a little nuts if that's what you want to do, and you're really good at it. Like Daniel, all the great actors who get into character for weeks at a time or the whole day while they're on set, like Daniel Day-Lewis, you know what I mean? Like method actors. Yeah. You got to be a little nuts, dude. And I don't know if everything you say, like I'm going to take everything you say with a grain of salt because you did just dress up like Abe Lincoln and live like that for three months. Yeah. Yeah, sniper. Yeah. You know, you're just, you're dangerous. I admire it. You know, don't get me it's wrong. Like, it's like knowing your friend is a is a top secret assassin. Just James Bond killer. It's like you you're kind of a little more cautious of them being around. Yeah. You could kill me, right? Yeah. And it's like when you're when you know somebody's an actor, it's like you're lying. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Aren't you? You're right. Uh, they could just drop at the cry of a hat or the you know, cry at the drop of a hat. Sorry. Yeah, like you're are you in a role? Like are you acting are you acting empathetic right now because my mom died are you you know really trying to agree with me and really trying to understand the gravity of this moment yeah yeah i never thought of like that yeah i just always thought it was like you i don't know Mm. Mm. very very weird things now they're starting to get all people act all the time though maybe not professionally but i feel like people do that sometimes like oh when they hear your dog got hurt you know they don't really care they're making small talk but they're they seem empathetic and they seem like they care. That's why actions are so important. Mm, actions do speak louder than words, yeah. you know? Because you can act like you care about something, but if you don't actively pursue it and do it, then you're just talking shit on a podcast, you know? You're just <laughs> staying relatable, you know? Yeah, I know. What else has been on your mind, you know? What's on your mental? Uh, Speaking of left-wing issues you know left versus right you know white versus black i don't know uh abortion abortion I'm bring up abortion again smushmortion it's i'm trying to work on a bit um we have pro-life people who say you know you can you uh shouldn't abort a baby within you know pregnancy like you should have the within the pregnancy like you should have the you know the baby should always go full term from conception to the end. You know what I mean? And we have pro-choice people who say, like, you can just get rid of the baby whenever. It's your body. It's your choice. Do whatever. I say let's split the difference. Split the difference. Explain. And we, you, it not, it's not exactly splitting the difference, but doctors can, within three months or within the first trimester, they can perform abortions. You know, no questions asked. But after no the questions asked, yeah, it's your body. Do whatever you want. Okay. But after the first trimester, you have to do it yourself. 
that's a good one. Because you gotta get your, you know, your hands dirty. You knew for three months you had a baby. After that, it's up to you to, you know, check your emails. Exactly to clean out that inbox. Yeah. You know, clean out that spam. Should have checked your voicemails. Stop yeah. ignoring calls. Yeah. Because, I mean, at that point, I think you're kind of killing something. You're killing. And you know how that feels. More than a cluster of cells, yeah. With your and, hands. Yeah. That's so fucked up to say, though, as a male. That's good. That carries the weight of, like, dude, this guy's a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> God, this guy's a really bad person. <laughs> I am not talking to him after this show. You think that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just a joke. Just a joke. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, we won't we won't talk about that anymore. We won't. Oh, it def- you definitely gotta drop that. You know, just sharpen the edges. I feel like it you shouldn't really talk about abortion within the first year of trying to do comedy. Oh god. Yeah. If you jump out at abortion now, by the time you really start hitting it with some good just angles, just, you know, really hitting the G spot, it'll be You'll get all that awkwardness out, you know? Yeah. Now you'll really be drawing back in your stroke. It's too hot button, though, because you don't want to be, you know, too outlandish because someone in the crowd is going to say something. Like, yeah, let them say something. That's when you straight rip Shit and my pants, rip. bro. <laughs> That's when you're like, what? Wait. I mean, I know it's dark in here, but am I listening to this ugly bitch? <laughs> you've been, ma'am, you've never been raped a day in your life. Oh. <laughs> Well, you just start wading. You've never into the been deep. threatened with rape, have you? <laughs> you no. just start wading into the deep waters. <laughs> and just you hope nobody I, pulls out their camera. You see how I have a mic and you don't? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can't hear you. That's gonna be annoying to deal with. That'll be good. I say you fucking shake off the haters. If you shake off Jacksonville haters. Then, oh, man. By the time you get to Hollywood, you'll be like, who? Hollywood. Don't say Hollywood. You should I just say Holly? Holla, 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 holla. Holla, 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 Yeah. So I saw John Caparulo last night. It's a good time. Funny dude. Still any jokes? Wrote a couple down. No. Um, <laughs> I like how they have signs in there that says, like, don't text or don't record or don't take pictures. That's cool. It's weird that you have to have signs like that at a comedy club, but I get it. Yeah, I get it. People uh, just record people's shit. Not Put cool. it on YouTube. Not cool. What do you think about... Do you think you like certain comics or do you like certain comedy because it's tailored to you? Or do you think you have, like, an objective perspective on what's funny or not? Like, it could be geared towards 13-year-old, you know, adolescents or, like, 13-year-old b-boy dancers or whatever, like, specific niche do you think you can get the the humor? I think I like to say I think I'm objective, but I'm sure I do, like, niche things that are more tailored to me. I wouldn't, yeah. But I, I would say, like, all kinds of I, – I can understand the humor and everything. Yeah. I think I'm a little, I'm not as objective as I think I am with comedy, and I don't think we we really can be, because in order for it to hit a certain vein to make you laugh, you have to be in that that headspace. Like a Bill Burr, like F is for family, 
not everyone's going to think it's funny because they don't have the ilk to look past the language because that's a big thing for them or to look past the fact that um, certain characters are misogynistic or certain characters are like the two little squidbilly or like the two little uh, hit yeah, kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, oh, that kind of demeans where I come from because they're like southern quote unquote dumb people. Yeah. So they can't look past that and they won't laugh because of that. So it, a lot of things have to come together and your personality to to be in the headspace to laugh at something. So mm. that's why I don't really think you uh, can be objective. You know? Okay. Like you don't like The Office, right? I like it, but it's it's formula. Yeah, Trina hates The Office. I'm like, how do you not get this? But other things we both you know crack up at. So it's weird to see the differences and like girls like Eliza Schlesinger. Schlesinger, I can't say it. She's a, a lady comedian, a woman comedian. She has two specials on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I just don't think she's funny at all. I think she'd be a cool person to hang out with. Like I've seen her interviews and stuff. Yeah. But I just don't think she's that funny. But I'll put stuff on. And like for Trina or like I, you know, been around other girls who have seen Eliza Schlesinger and they think mm-hmm. she's hilarious. So mm. it's weird to see girls that girls are weird too. with comedy. Yeah, I've, it just has to be true. It doesn't have to necessarily be funny, but they're like, oh, that's true, or oh yeah, totally, that's me, or you know, like it kind of speaks to them. Yeah, I feel like uh, where man, it does the maybe. same. It does the same thing for men, like. Bill Burr's material speaks to us. Dave Chappelle's material speaks to us, but it's I think it's more subtle. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of the and I, maybe this is like the misogynist male perspective coming out, but like I feel like a lot of the female comedy, it's easy to be grabby as outlandish and not grabby as clever. Hmm. Like I feel like Amy Schumer came through and like grabbed it like, damn, a girl should not be saying that. Oh my hmm. god, like she's so fucking crazy like yeah. did she just have a train wreck movie about all of her like but she didn't never really came up with some clever shit whereas like i feel like that's what a lot of women fall into that trap of you can get big by just saying being shocking yeah being shocking yeah. whereas i don't know same with the the fat one or the larger Ooh. one who's Kay, that the identity thief Oh, Melissa McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy. She's kind of the same character. Like, she's just yeah. kind of like, wow, whoa, she, why would she say that? That's so crazy. dynamic. Yeah. yeah. A lot of personality. Very uh, big on stage. Not, not you know what I mean. No yeah. pun intended. But um, but there's art, there are comedians, and I think they do transcend that when they talk to both sides. And they talk about something that affects both sexes. Like Maria Bamford. She's a genius. Maria. Sarah Silverman. She's a genius because she talks about... Yeah, she's a little outlandish, but she talks about things that can be related or relate to different, both sides, you know, mm-hmm. male and female. It's not just, ah, oh, ladies, don't you hate when your man does this? Or, yeah, yeah, my little my little doggy does this, and I think it's adorable. Don't you hate when you have a dick in your mouth and, like, you know. You can't scream. I don't, I don't know, man. I tried to save you. You didn't. You, you'll come with the setup, but where's the punchline? Where's the line of punch? Well, you didn't, you didn't let them finish. All right, I got to everything I wanted to get to. You wanna? Yeah, I knocked out all the things. Got one more thing. One more question. 
All right, you want to save that? Was oh, this from our producer? This is, is this from, from me. Yeah, it's my say, handwriting. This, <laughs> <laughs> the producer got weird handwriting this week. <laughs> Question of the day is also a quote. Um, it was taken from Girls. I was watching it today. It's a great show. It's getting shitty. Last season, season six, Hannah got pregnant. Anyways, watch Girls. Um, you want to read it because I can't really read it from here. It's in red ink. Yeah, I'll read it closer. It says. Would you rather live in a beautiful building with an ugly view or an ugly building with a beautiful view? Mm. Mm. What would you rather, Dean? Be honest. Don't say what you think the artistic answer is. Don't say what you think the answer is because I'm sitting here. What did your heart think? What did your brain think? My brain thinks instantly I'd rather live in a ugly building with a beautiful view okay but when i go back to what i'm where i'd be at in my life am i spending all my day hanging out at home Mm. or am i coming by every once in a while to just peep the view out if i'm spending all my time at home i might want to have a a beautiful home and sacrifice the view i'm just sliding by every once in a while you know Sacrifice the ugly home. We're here for the the wayside, and I would think the opposite. If you're home and you were you were to be looking out all the time, you'd want a beautiful view. But if you were not home ever, you just want to come home to a nice place to relax, to leave, because mm. it doesn't really matter. Very true. You're not gonna look. You don't have time to look out. I, I mean, reverse I, it, I reverse it. Yeah, that that's how I feel about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be in a shitty house and have a beautiful view. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about. There's like the income disparity in India is so high, especially in the big cities. There is the richest, the biggest house in the world next, right next and underneath it is the biggest slum in the world as well. Mm. And like, like if I had to come out and look at that all the time, I would never, I don't think I could enjoy it as much as if I had a modest house and I came out and I just saw like a cliff. You know what I mean? I had like a beautiful view or a beautiful mountain view. As the rich person? Yeah. Well, I bet he doesn't even flush his toilet paper. He just throws it out the window. Yeah. Just throws it on those people just like, oh, it's going to be a great day. I'm going to go Indian mansion next to slum. Indian man shits on neighbors. Yeah, that's just crazy. <laughs> I don't get how you just wouldn't want to. Yeah, slum sack to mansions next to mansions and skyscrapers. 27-story home next to the poor slums. Yeah, man. Well, you know. But, I mean, is that their fault that they just are rich? I don't know, man. I think he just got, he was like, hey, I'm going to buy very cheap land in a very poor neighborhood and build up 27 stories. Damn, it's like a wall. Just a corrugated iron wall separating it. Yeah. Billion dollar building. Don't want to catch the poor. Ugh. There's people just sitting on the gate watching other people play golf on their billion dollar, you know, estate. Mm. Hmm. One day, that'll be you. <laughs> Purple Lamborghini and all. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Get rich quick. Yeah. Um. All right. That's it for me. Anything okay. else? That's okay. Good? One, one last question. One last question. All right. Would you rather... Mm, I don't know if this pot is juicy enough. 
Would you rather have $500 million or bring someone back from the dead? There's no one who I thought of right away. So I'm going to go with $50 million. Okay. Mm, is that uh, bad? No. No, that's not bad at all. That's terrible. It's bad that I went with the money. But I feel like anyone who's who I've been super close to in my life that has passed away, that would have affected it. They wouldn't have used the money the same way I would have. You know, I, I would No, <laughs> like, they were older. You know what I mean? So, like, it was kind of their time. And I don't want, like, my great-grandma to come back at 80. You right. know what I mean? And she'd be like, why didn't you just get the 50 mil? Like, I, I, I was happy up there. You know? <laughs> you realize what the fuck I was doing up there? <laughs> it's like the uh, Louis C.K. Have you seen that full special? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where he, um, they pray to whoever. Yeah, and their ex is coming up there. He's like, uh, yeah, your wife's coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, heaven. Yeah. It's like, yeah. can't even get away from her in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Until yeah. death do his part. Yeah, I've just been up there from six years just partying. Yeah. All right, man. We'll uh we'll drop this tomorrow. Probably do a double double dues tomorrow. Are we about to SSS? Oh yeah, shit. It's Sunday. Oh god. We gotta come back and do that. You ready? Of course. Alright. We'll pause, come right back. Whatever. Okay. Maybe turn up a little bit if you can. Mm. There we go. Okay. Come in whenever. Okay. Mm. It's a thought process. Yeah, my name is Dean. Half of the relatables, we don't have no sponsors, but still try and get paid in full. I am coming at it. Yeah, we all freestyling. This is my attack, and you know I am just profiling. Wildin' as I carry tracks, and you know I bring it back. Co-host that is Zach, and he's sitting right across from me. And you know he is a boss, yeah, a boss to me. Yeah. Zach, he be blanking. We'd still be stankin'. Ooh, what the fuck, Dean? What the fuck you thinking? Mm. Passing it to me? No plus three? We need a guest, man. Where is he? Ooh, Ooh coming back. Episode 100. We'll get our shit together. Then we'll come correct. Don't mess up the flow, Zach. Just bring it back and stay on attack mode. Mm. You got the code. Pile in the gate and we'll just go. <laughs> All right. Come on. Come on with it. Okay. Save me. Save okay. me. Save me. Save okay, me. Okay. Saving it. I'm Ooh. blanking right now. Ooh. 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 Zach, pass it back. Just like a lateral. Yes, me, Dean, half of the relatables. Sing Song Sunday happens every week, and you know it's never cheap. Coming every day, neat, cause it's me and Zach, and we just going in, like to keep it at that. Okay, sing song. All right, let's 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 work through it. This is what Sing Song's all about. Somebody's gotta sing on this song. I'm just singing, I am just twanging. 
Mark Twain, bitch. I ain't playing. Uh, we are getting there. Ooh. Let it vibe out. Song Sunday. Mm. Sing this is Sunday. Ooh, it's not Monday. Dropping on Monday. Dropping on Monday. Mm. They're gonna get a double release. Sing song Sunday. Dropping on Monday. If you're in your car right now, if you're at work, drop some right now. We want to hear you. Hmm. Okay. Oh. Oh, oh, beats right now though. So that was good. That wasn't bad. That was good, man. Definitely not good. You're though. getting better. Not as good as us, obviously, <laughs> but um, you're getting better, and uh, that's what sing songs all about. You know, just getting getting together, having a good time, singing some motherfucking Whew. Sunday songs. Worked up a sweat in the studio. It is hot. It always gets hot during sing song. We, you know? we decided to freestyle that one instead of write something down. And oh, man. Went all right. I, know, gi- I give that a 6.5. It it held water. Yeah. You know? But um, we're going to drop this on Monday, like I said. Little give double drop. Yeah, fucked up. Got drunk on Saturday. Couldn't get the other podcast out. So, what is it? 88, 89? Yeah, all right, um, look out for that. In the meantime, please liking, please be sharing, please be subscribing, and as always, stay relatable. Have you ever been to heaven tonight? Have you ever been to heaven tonight? Heaven tonight. Have you ever been to heaven at night? Closing your eyes, the feeling's so right At first you might see just one bright beam of light Clutching your soul to the toll of the bright Happy unites and feelings take flight Blind to the evils, you give them no sight Focus on floating, your focus is tight Like you rewrote an essay for a class You passing the night Have you ever seen an image so nice? You feel so free like you're high as a kite Like how you feel if you drink but light, followed by yag Models will smile, then tilt their head back These are a few of the visions I like Mixed in with light These are my favorites to dream in the night This is my heaven tonight Show me, can't show me, die.